0: The 2006 World Cup is upon us, and the nation will be gripped not just by the results, but also by the on-field and off-field actions of some of the sporting world's biggest stars, the football players. The global fascination with the likes of Beckham, Rooney, Ronaldinho and Henri reaches its peak at these times, and as with most sporting mega-events, we are likely to see new heroes emerging as the competition progresses. How are these players catapulted into the status of global icons, and what sustains this position, and what could bring it down? Andrew Parker is a senior lecturer in the Department of Sociology at the University of Warwick and has written extensively on the sociology of sports, celebrity and masculinity. Andrew, what is it about these mega events that captures our imagination to such an an extent?
1: I think one of the things that's important is that, as far as sociologists are concerned anyway, that people in contemporary society look for heroes, if you like. Certainly... Sociologists have said this, and and um, the sense is that as as religion has demised in in Western industrialised society, people have looked for for um, iconic figures in other areas of of their lives, and sport has been seen as one place where this happens and of course the major sporting events therefore throw up these these heroes for us to, to think about. So part of that argument is about the, the banality of everyday life, the, you know, the, the sheer um, sameness if you like of what goes on in people's lives. They, they look for excitement elsewhere but they also look in an aspirational way to see people who have achieved from, who have gone from nothing to something. Because it perhaps gives them hope that they can go from nothing to something. The cult of celebrity that we're surrounded by, we only need to think about reality television and Big Brother and you know that, that we all see these images and people can be a celebrity in in a matter of weeks mm. as a consequence of that. So we're we're sort of also in a in a society where celebrity. As a as a particularly strong draw, if you like. I
0: mean, you've written about David Beckham a lot, and when we're talking about sporting icons, you know he's up there with the biggest. His is quite a classical narrative tale, isn't it, of um, someone who went through a very hard time, was seen as a national. Uh, En- not national enemy, but as a, a national disgrace mm. after the events against Argentina and France, and then has gone through his kind of purgatorial road and has come out the other end as, as, as the sort of the major hero. What is it about um, David Beckham particularly that we find so kind of compelling?
1: I think probably one of the things is that he that he he's suffered those events, if you like, in a very stoic way. You know, we know something about his... his rags to riches life course if you like and so we get this sense of the classic footballer tale of working class roots and local boy made good and ends up playing for the great team manchester united and then you know does fall from grace to some extent almost almost as if he'd only just made that that celebrity status and then it's stripped from him but one of the one of the things about um the british public in particular is that I think they're warm to people who can who can suffer those indignities and come through them and rise again. But I I've made some comparisons in fact, um, Deborah Steinberg, a colleague of mine and I have written this about Beckham that there are some comparisons between him and uh Diana, Princess of Wales, who was Diana, Princess of Wales, and um, in the sense that she too acquired an iconic status and then Suffered something of a fall from grace at a media level, and tr- and somehow brought herself back from that. And one of the common denominators in across those two characters is their humility. There's a sense of humility about them, and the the, the British public seem to like that, and have mm. sort of given them enough space and time and grace to to re- regurgitate and rejuvenate their, their identities.
0: It strikes me that those kind of themes of um, fall from grace and redemption are actually quite old narrative mm-hmm. themes amongst sort of literature and, and sort of folk stories from time immemorial. Um, are these kind of common things that we sort of look for in people that we hold up as heroes?
1: I think that, um, you know, it's, it's a strange, perhaps a strange coincidence, but lots of the, the heroic, um, iconic figures have have main, only maintained that position because of those kinds of events because they've had falls you know there's been a fall and a rise and a fall and a rise and if you know of course the media creates that in contemporary society we now don't with it with our own sports figures and it's not just about sport but um you know the media once they've built someone up they like to take them down again and so it's almost a measure of the the sustainability of these characters and certainly about their character and personality if they can come through that, then it's as if they deserve to be held up um, in a sustainable way as heroes mm. or icons. So you're right. I mean, there is a, a kind of historical and traditional pattern, perhaps there, uh, mythical or not, but um, it's it's evident in quite a number of of such figures. Mm.
0: But I suppose Beckham's one of these players who transcends. The sport that he's playing isn't he? I mean, he's um, not just a, a football icon, but he's a fashion icon. He's famous not just where he plays, but he's he's got a sort of a, an identity and a fame that um, is truly global. How how does that transition happen? What is it that that makes someone a local hero to become an, a global hero? Yeah,
1: that's a good question. I, I think that that's a, and that is a major step. I think that is something that um, I've discussed in terms of the difference between fame and celebrity, and iconicity. I think we're talking about three very different things Mm -hmm. there. At a media level, and certainly sometimes at an academic level, those three things are conflated. Um, It's one thing to be famous, and and of course people can be famous just for being famous. They don't have to be good at anything these days. In fact, some people have argued that sports stars are some of the few celebrities nowadays that are actually famous for being good at something, which is quite an interesting sort of a, a take on it. And then celebrity is is necessarily that next level where you're out you transcend that locale you come out of what you're good at and you're a celebrity anyway so Beckham is a celebrity in a in a style and fashion sense uh in all sorts of ways as a national uh international ambassador for various things and then at the iconic level I think again that's much more of a global you know recognizable almost anywhere sense of celebrity which is which is that that step up and perhaps the epitome of of celebrity yeah. status. So, why why Beckham, um, has achieved that is not just about his football. It's obviously about his geographical location. It's obviously about the markets that he's been able to tap into in terms of his identity. Yeah. It's interesting how the North American market doesn't respond to him like like others, but, um. You know, and some would argue that that was the whole point behind his transfer to Real Madrid.
0: Hmm. I suppose, though, that in some respects, that that kind of that transcendence of football is a, is an artifice. It's something that is a is a kind of created um, phenomenon. Because I mean, he's obviously been very clever at marketing himself and has done that consciously. Does that? sort of undermine his celebrity in any in any sense
1: yeah well the beckham the beckham management team sfx who he was with for a number of years it's a well-oiled machine isn't it? it has to be i think david beckham couldn't have been david beckham at any other point in history without without the society we live in without the media advancement without the technology we've got without us living in a visual age without in the 1990s British uh, well English professional football selling its rights globally you know Beckham couldn't have possibly been him who he is without all of that backdrop so part of his individual identity is very much about the team he played for in England and and its reputation nationally and internationally the way in which English football expanded in the 90s, and also then on top of that, his obvious potential and performing, mm. you know, ability. Certain things had to be in place for him to happen. So there have been, you know, there have been superstars before, and there's certainly been football um, heroes and icons before George Best and Bobby Moore, etc. But they were not; they weren't on the scale of Beckham. Mm. And I think it's important to think about those contextual features in terms of why he is different to what's come before him.
0: I suppose with um, someone like Beckham, I mean, he's obviously has an appeal to both uh, men and women, um, but for a lot of other football icons, I guess, it's a very male preserve. Are sporting heroes safe options for men?
1: I think Beckham's an interesting character in all sorts of ways, apart from his football, hmm. and he's, clearly his, his masculinity and his questions over his sexuality are, are important there, and you're right, it's a it's he appeals across the range male, female, but it's also the age. You know, he appeals to, to obviously school children and because of not just because of the way he plays football, the way he looks, the way he handles himself, the things he wears, the things um, that he de you know, demonstrates mm. in all sorts of work way, ways across his life. There's a moral value to David Beckham. He you know, he opens soccer schools because he wants to give back what was given to him. He... Um, he's an ambassador for various organisations for similar reasons. So there's a, a strong moral sort of code about his image. And a central part of that has been family values, which of course has sort of crumbled at various points through
0: media. Mm. Uh, discussion. But he's managed to, to get through that, hasn't That's
1: he? That's very interesting how he's managed to ride it. Because, mm. um, you know, some people argued at the time the Rebecca Lew's um, situation broke, there, was, there were two or three days at that point where the, where media were speculating about would he ever recover from this because family, mm. the notion of family being so central to his identity and part of his marketing identity, but within a matter of days, certainly the Guardian were arguing that he, he could end up even stronger, mm. having ridden through that.
0: What are the risks for someone like that? I mean, what are the kind of the things that can dent these the, the, this iconic status?
1: Well I think and it's certainly morality is an issue isn't it with with celebrities I think and this tends to be the way in which the media pull I suppose celebrities. the great downfall
0: down for Paul Gascoigne in some respects. <laughs>
1: sure there's a you know Gascoigne went through the the footballing rise and then his relationship with his with his wife and the allegations um of domestic violence etc and then uh, allegations all of alcoholism and drug abuse it's it 's almost inevitable that those stories will appear whether they 're true or not, and of course we 'll never know whether they are true or not until the individual sort of wants to come out and say those things but th- those are the great risks i think the 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 moral side, certainly for the British public, is an enormous um, issue and tends to be the one that the media rely on or, or go mm. to if they want to seek out some kind of downfall. Mm.
0: Does that morality actually uh, exist on the pitch as well?
1: Well I suppose that again going back to Beckham one of the interesting things about him is he he can be so many different people mm. so at a media and marketing level he can be a fashion icon he can be a great footballer he can be a father a great father and family man and yet on the pitch he's clearly um, got a very strong identity in terms of his leadership qualities and his footballing ability necessarily. Now if there was any doubt about his general persona within the game itself he wouldn't have the respect he has from other players. So he's obviously very good and I think people recognise this he's very good at switching hats if you like and adopting different personas for very different situations and yet Um, doing it very very successfully and that's what sets him apart from lots of other celebrities, Mm -hmm. he manages to juggle all of those different things and um, say the right thing at the right time.
0: So in terms of uh, the coming World Cup, I mean obviously um, the World Cups uh, present great moments of drama and excitement Um, should we be expecting new heroes to be uh, emerging from the pitches?
1: I think probably with respect to England in terms of squad selection, it it would be almost inevitable for that to happen. I think, you know, people are speculating already about whether Wayne Rooney will be fit, whether um Theo Walcott will be able to, you know, play and demonstrate the, the alleged skill and flow that he's got. But then again we would tend to rely, I think, on the established players and we would look tend to look to those players to mm-hmm. we expect, don't we, from certain celebrities with certain reputations and I suppose the they can only um, Losing away in themselves if they don't produce what we expect of them. Mm. So for the younger players, or for the players who perhaps there isn't that much expectation on, it. I think it's slightly easier for them uh, in a way because they've they have no reputation to maintain as yet. Certainly, you know, national hopes are clearly on Wayne Rooney in terms of whether he's going to be fit or not, and he's obviously great at what he does. So. Mm.
0: Are there other People internationally, I suppose, in sort of thinking about people like Ronaldinho, who I suppose is up there in terms of his footballing ability um, as a true football icon, but whether he's kind of in a position to make the same transition that someone like David Beckham is into a truly global superstar—it's not kind of kind of easy to see whether there's a formula that they that he could work to.
1: Yeah, it's difficult to tell also because without being in the home nation of that player, without being part of the culture. Mm it's very difficult to get a sense of how popular they are at a national level, let alone international. Mm. A good example is Maradona, you know, still in in Argentina, a great hero in all sorts of ways, not just for his football, but again for his his resurgence as an individual. Mm. And, you know, he's come back from the brink almost to host a a very successful TV show, etc. It's still involved in football, so... Until, until we know or unless we know what kind of um cultural leverage somebody like Ronaldinho has in his own country, we, we it's very difficult to compare him to someone like Beckham. I suppose you could argue that Beckham is also a strong figure here because there weren't that many people challenging him mm. as a key celebrity at the time when he, when he emerged as a celebrity. Mm. And, and he's, again, he's been able to sustain that. So it's very difficult to, to judge. How, others, how how strong the reputations of others are. But certainly from where we're sitting and what we can see, Beckham does seem to have a very strong sense of um, cultural leverage across several countries.
0: So for us celebrity watchers, when we're sort of sat down uh, soaking up all this World Cup atmosphere what should we be looking for should we be looking for the young upcoming star who has a terrible moment of infamy uh, in a in a in a uh, in a pool game or uh, uh, looking for the uh, looking for the sort of great striker who uh, nets five five goals in the in the um, knockout stages and takes his team to the to the final what are the kind of stories we should be thinking about
1: i think the i think the people that tend to hit the headlines in these um, sporting events and it's not of course it's not just football mm. but it's this really strong sense of consistency through you know whether it's an athletics event or whether it's football or whatever that they come through the rounds or come through the stages and they emerge over time as the as the keystone in a particular sort of area event or in a team and so, and then we become familiar with this person who's clearly standing out in various ways and they reach this great crescendo mm. um, and, and demonstrate their skill to its utmost at the most critical time in the final. <laughs> I example. was going to
0: say, I mean, is it actually, um, just thinking in terms of creating icons, um, is it a better story if England struggle and then one player steps forward and saves the day? I
1: think so. I mean, if you go back, you know, what I can, uh, what I can remember about the stories of the uh, 1966 World Cup, it's very similar to the Jeff Hurst situation, from what I can understand. He was a, you know, late come into the squad, took over from the person who they expected to be the great saviour, Jimmy Greaves, and 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 comes from nowhere and and wins the World Cup, you know, for for England. So that it's this sort of coming from the from the uh, wings, if you like, and emerging from from a fairly quiet uh, status originally, and and then. Everybody looking around, saying, "Wait a minute, where did this this person come from?" So the younger players certainly have the potential to do that. It's whether they actually play or not that's mm. important.
0: So, um, in uh, as somebody who obviously spends rather a lot of time uh, researching football and and uh, getting to grips with the uh, the state of the national game, um, where's your money then for the for the for the World Cup?
1: Well, I think England have got a good chance, and I'm glad that the media are being positive about it because it's nice. It's nice when our own um, press are backing our own team. And this is I think this is a spin off from the, the success of the cricket last year. I think this is I think we're in a good sort of mood. I think the general national psyche is good towards sporting events. I'd I would think England will do quite well. They've got a young team and lots of reasonably well established players at an international level. So I would
0: I would say that they've got a good chance of going all the way to the final. Andrew, thank you very much. Pleasure